0: Okay, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Josh's Daily Brew. I'm your host Josh. Your mind on mindfulness, what does it feel like? Um, For those that don't practice mindfulness or meditation or awareness or vipassana, whatever you want to call it, there's many different iterations of this esoteric word mindfulness. It can be hard to describe uh it can be hard to describe what it feels like when you actually drop into a deep state of non-dual mindfulness and obviously the best way to do it is to experience it but the analogy that i love to give time and time again is when you see trees in the distance like bustling about and you are sitting in the comfort of your own home and there's this very noticeable barrier between you and the world outside. And it can be howling and gushing and it can be a crazy, crazy shitstorm happening out just beyond your line of sight in your house. The trees could be going nuts. Things could be just absolutely going haywire. But inside your house, inside your home, you are perfectly fine, you're safe, uh, you're just seeing it for what it is, which is just the most natural occurrence, which is a weather pattern playing its part in the ebb and flow of existence. And that, that for me encapsulates mindfulness. It's, it's not being outside of your house <laughs> in the storm, getting rattled about, while things just go their merry way. It's the complete opposite. It is, it is just being aware that there is a storm outside and that's totally fine because you are inside and you are bear witness to this, to this happening that is just an occurrence and it will pass, it will subside, there will be moments when you can probably walk outside and Um, indulge in the freshness that is the earth but for this moment in time there's a storm outside and you are sitting and watching it and more often than not the human mind poses these storms that especially now during these weird and uncertain times uh, these storms seem to come at a more rapid rate uh, because information just comes to us at a more rapid rate so our brain just literally does not know how to process all of this news and income and sources of stuff that is just stuffing our mind on a daily basis which is why mindfulness now is more important than ever Um, and also the deliberate practice of removing non-essential items in your life um toxic relationships people Uh, ideas you have about yourself there's so many different things but obviously it's beyond the scope of today's uh, discourse which is just around your mind on mindfulness and I'm so passionate about this because mindfulness has changed my life in in many ways it's it's made me more aware of my very self-destructive tendencies and it's really given me peace of peace from mind. I actually like that term rather from Naval uh, who I enjoy following, but uh, I practice twice a day usually, uh, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening. I've never done a retreat before, which I would love to do. But for me, it is just the simple practice of beginning again. And it's the simple idea that you can always regain a moment of clarity In uncertainty by beginning again and by noticing where you're at and just fully embodying your experience for what it is. Um, And easier said than done, obviously, which is why it takes years to practice. And I have been practicing mindfulness for a few years. Um, I currently follow Sam Harris on his Waking Up app, which I think is brilliant. And uh, why it's so brilliant is also just the conversations he has with different people and he allows so many different perspectives on his app that you can, you can just tell that it's, it's coming from a place of a very non-ego driven uh, business idea to a place of, you know, this is actually changing the world and this is changing the way people think and behave and his impact is evident. Um, I think he walks the talk and I love that. And what's interesting is that I was listening to waking up this morning, and uh, Sam Harris has a, has a new, uh, has a new like learning section on it with Joseph Goldstein, and uh, he's a, Sam speaks about Joseph as being a good friend, but they have opposing ideas of what it means to be mindful, and if I'm not mistaken, Joseph is in the very the traditional mindset of reaching like Nirvana or enlightenment where Sam is more with the the fact of the matter of just returning to this prior state of consciousness and it's not about reaching a goal so to speak. Um, I'm not too sure where I in in that spectrum but I do prefer Sam's uh, teachings and way of explaining but Joseph is a brilliant teacher and, and I've been listening to him for the past few mornings And uh, that's what compelled me to jump on here this morning because there is a lot going on in the world at the moment. Um, And Joseph was talking about impermanence. And immediately to me, what sprang to mind was this like sacred union of mindfulness between acceptance and impermanence. And I think that's those are the two polarities that merge when you are enlightened or mindful um because i don't think the one can live without the other so it would probably be the acceptance of impermanence but you know joseph talked about our bodies changing i think that's the most apt way of describing it because again i look in the mirror and i see my my hairline hanging on from a thread and uh it makes me cringe a bit because I'm like shit I am getting older Um, and I haven't to be honest with you to be fair nobody in my family has great hair on the men's side Um, so I'm destined for baldness (laughs) and for me that as scary as it is when I'm mindful it's just so beautiful to accept that I'm this impermanent, sentient being that's walking this earth for a period of time, that's hurling through space at a rate I don't even know, and holy shit, what is there to fear? So it's things like that that really inspire me. Um, And mindfulness will not solve your problems. Uh, And a lot of people seek mindfulness and psychedelics and gurus and People to solve problems or to to reach a like Joseph would say, reach a state. Um, and I'm not saying that a state isn't. I think you should have a goal. But it's just being aware of this crazy existence that we are in, and it's not so much about solving the problems. It's about viewing the problems in a different way. You know, um, when you're mindful. You don't have problems about your problems. You just have problems. And they are just there. They're just there. It's like just happening. It's just like, oh, that's interesting. There's something happening right now. You know, I'm having this conflict with the person. Um, uh, It can even be as extreme as a close family member may passing, which is, again, it's, it's, it's a lot harder, easier said than done. But there's so many different ways you can view the crazy existence that we are in um, through mindful awareness. And I will add is that if you are new to my channel, uh, I'm a big fan of the the union also of diet and mindfulness because all these gurus, all these self-help people, they all speak about changing mindsets, uh, being mindful, being awakened, all of these good things, which, which does give you immense clarity and it does give you immense peace. But what a lot of people forget is that your diet, in my opinion, plays a huge part in how mindful you can be. And, uh, I'm a fan of, uh, keto, carnivore, low carb diets. Not everyone will agree with me, but in that case, it doesn't matter because what works for you works for you. Um, I'm not here to tell you what to believe or what to do. I'm just here to tell you what, I think is a good idea for people that are suffering or people with gut related issues and what's interesting is that my mindfulness game has just like up to 10 times since removing you know toxic plant foods from our from my diet um and i've and i've been on this journey a long time and i've seen very many different facets of it and if you want to go learn learn more you can go read my blog JoshNaiman.com. got some stuff on there but basically you know it makes sense it's like when you are when you're feeding your body things that it doesn't deserve and toxic plant materials or grains or alcohol stuff, you will be probably more anxious than your normal self because your body is like literally detoxing. Your body is literally telling you that things are not right, you know, and that affects your brain. You know, a lot of people have heard about the gut brain axis, and uh, that's why I think it's so important as well to merge, you know, mindfulness, with good eating practices. And then of course you get movement, you get sex, you get love, you get uh, God, religion, all of these other things that just play into this existence that we are in. And I urge you, go practice mindfulness if you haven't. If you are doing it, I would love to hear your thoughts as to what you think about that, that, you know, reaching a state, diet and its role in mindfulness, all of these different beautiful, wonderful things. I would love to hear your thoughts. But until the next episode, thank you so much. Please subscribe, like, comment, and have a lovely day. Be mindful.